Hi guys, welcome to episode three. Today we're joined by a pristine cast. That's the Tigers memes, also known as Mr. Ethan Clump. Hi. Face reveal. Technically the first yes. time. Real person, not Hanro Liebenberg. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, I still think you've got him locked somewhere. Mm-hmm. But no, I am, yes, I'm a real person and I'm Ethan, also known That's as Lester Tiger Memes. Like the uh, <laughs> no, 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 big reveal. No, you are Lester <laughs> Tiger's memes, also known as Ethan. Yeah, probably that's best Best how I'm known to everyone on the account. So, what were you thinking, obviously, when we asked you to come on? And then, because you, you haven't actually posted yourself, have you? So, people don't know who was behind the account. Were you just a bit wary or what's up? Yeah, I don't think it's just a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Like, obviously, you started the account, it was just a bit of bit of fun really it wasn't really intending it to to be honest carry on more than a well a couple of months or so and then it just started to kick off and then like it's just carried keep doing it it was quite fun and then yeah I just thought like people don't really know who I am like I could be anyone no one knows who I am there's a few rumors who I was and I was just like well I think this is a good place to show who I am and just what what I think about rugby not behind a meme account yeah, but it's we say it's a meme account, but but the content you put on there is actually quality. Yeah. Like, it yeah, is it definitely. Actually... It started off as purely memes, like that's all I did, and then I don't know what it was. I just at the time, I'm not trying to be mean about the Leicester Tigers' own account, but it wasn't great. Like for our generation, I think like younger people, when you look at people's like sales and harlequins it's it was lacking and i'm not saying i was trying to fill that hole but i just thought there's a bit of uh the content that could be made that just wasn't about and then so i just continued to it i started off with like a few videos a few reels and stuff like that and just do whatever like if anything comes to mind i just think oh, i'll do that why not and then well looking at the pre-season leicester tigers main account they've uh obviously they've got better content than me but they've they've definitely upped their game I don't know if that's to do with me, but I like to say I'll have a tiny part. So you're currently sitting on what I can read is 1,722 followers. I remember when I've been following for a fair amount of time. I remember when you were, did you, when did you do your first giveaway? Was that at 1,000? I did my first giveaway at 500, 500. which I'm trying to think. I can't remember what game it was. I, then I can think of things in terms of games because the thousand was just before the last game of the season. Yes. So to think I've gained 700 over, obviously that has been rugby on, but no Leicester, I think it's pretty cool. You're going to fly like as soon as the season starts. That counts. Yeah, hopefully. Honestly, you're missing. Are you, are you on TikTok? Nah, I've been thinking about it, but it, honestly, the amount of time I spend on this account is a bit worrying to say the least, but. We'll see. Maybe move on. That's I know you, you guys have started there and kicking well, off in it. We, we jumped on it just like, and I, I tend to do some of the videos, but I do like this thing, like a, like a controversial opinion thing. Yeah. I, saw I that don't one. really believe the, I don't believe the opinion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, so I, I think I put some outrageous comments on there and the amount of stick I got, like I put like, what about if Sam Burgess hadn't been bullied out of union? Well, fair mm. way, he, he didn't, but I knew that I'd get a reaction. He could have become world class at rugby union, yeah. and I knew that. On with this, some of the bites, like, I put like, I put like, uh, Jasper Bees is the best eight in the world, 
mm. and the people are like kicking off like no no and, <laughs> and people just like it's, it's it's really good if you want to grow isn't yeah. it like we've like we've been on there like four weeks and the video the other day hit 20k uh, it takes no effort at all and it's annoying because the ones that take zero effort are the ones that bang yeah. you probably noticed yeah. that with Huracan yeah so I think my I know Reels is kind of the similar sort of thing to TikTok I think my best one is that Freddie Stewart one where I did like his little bit of videos of his time at Norwich school and then obviously yeah. him making his debut and I think that got about 35k views now something around that but I think it's just really you just don't know like some videos do well and some don't it's just it's interesting I find it really interesting to see what it, it could be anything so do you will you go to many Tigers games yeah so well I am a season ticket holder and have been pretty much my whole life on that whole life on that's exaggeration but I literally went to my first game once about one or something ridiculous yes. yeah my, my granddad used to work at the at the Tigers so obviously I had good connection from a young age um but with with work it sometimes I just can't book it off but I hope to get to at least most of the home games and then the odd away game so what happens now are you taking a camera are you doing like a similar thing to like AFTV and going around and interviewing fans before and after is that, is that... <sighs> we'll, we'll see we'll see I, I did have a couple of comments about what I'm doing after after the matches little videos but we'll see you never know I'm not saying it's a no but just see, see what happens. Obviously, still on the like account. Have you had anyone like? Have you had the club in contact with you? Have you had any like players? Obviously, players comment, but have you had any messages from anyone? Uh, have the odd comment. Like we have a little back and forth with Bondi, but I wouldn't say it's constant contact. Uh, contact. Um, yeah. There's no, there's no players that I like have like constant contact with, but there's a few of them that like. There's the odd, odd comment here and there and stuff, but I, I just. It's just mad to think that there are so many of the players are following a, a silly little account, yeah. as I like to call it. I think because yeah. I think honestly, I think on the first day, Hannah Liebenberg followed me, and then obviously, as people that follow the account, I am a bit of a Hannah Liebenberg fanboy. Like, and I was like, that just was crazy. And then just over time, just more and more seemed to have followed. And when I got someone like Nemzi follow, that was just like, what? Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so normally, well, you're obviously you'll be being the first guest of season two. Um, I came up with a new um like little mini game that we start off the with our guests. But obviously I don't know how many podcasts you watch, but obviously Ben Foster's just started one. I don't know if you caught any of that. I don't know if you're into football at all. Nah, he not really he basically does a thing like saying his three um, if you had could go on a night out with any three people dead or alive mm. who would it be so obviously you've got to think of chemistry and like who who they are and we've changed obviously we changed it to just a normal one of who are your like three dream dinner guests um i gotta say i'm not a, a big person on the night out so i'll just go for pure real conversation and not so much the fun side so again sport only i think for me uh first one probably be someone called matt fraser he's basically the best if you know crossfit he's the basically the best ever yeah. crossfitter of all time without question i think just some of the just talking to him would be like some of the stuff he does and what well, he's retired now but i think he'd just be a, a great person to get insight into sport of any sort really because he had basically dominated crossfit for five years so i think he, he would definitely be one 
Um, I've got to say Hanra, haven't I? Yeah, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to stick with it. I think they're just, I don't know what it is to be honest. Like just ever since he signed, I think he's a quality player, one of the best all-round back rowers there are in world rugby, in my opinion. Yeah. I may not be a bit no, biased, but and he just seems like a nice guy as well. So I think it'd be a, a good one to have a an evening with. Um, last one. I'd probably say it's not fully sport related, but someone called Felix White. He used to be the guitarist in the Maccabees, but he's one of the main people in the Tailenders podcast. I don't know if you've heard that. It's basically a cricket podcast. Okay. Um, but it, obviously, I'm into my music. I, I, I love the Maccabees when they're around. And he just really knows his cricket and just speaks of it so well that, to be honest, this won't be. There won't be much fun going on. There'll just be a lot of talking about sport. But, uh, yeah, I think that'd be my three. Just sport, talk for multiple hours, I think. That is literally just, like, Elliot, isn't it? Like, such, like, like just nauseous. Like, I could literally just sit, like, in the room just, like, <laughs> yeah. just talk about rugby for, like, the whole day. Just Yeah, like, literally. I'm worried because we're going to discuss Tigers and, like, the chances in a bit for that like, season. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried that this could go on for hours just purely <laughs> I'm so invested into the club. Like I, I like mm-hmm. you, I've been literally I've seen the ticket for a long time that I started playing rugby, so I couldn't. And um, yeah, just literally I'll watch I'll watch any game of rugby. They'll be because they'll be like, mm-hmm. you know how they used to do like the Nat West Schools Cup. Yeah. And on YouTube I'll be watching that and it's like year like eleven's playing it. So and that's when I first noticed like Alfie Barbary when he was a blocker because mm-hmm. I watched that game. And I was like, he's t- like throwing in, he's kicking and he's playing centre, but he's playing hooker at the yeah. same time. You like you, you recognize his players, but yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, isn't it, Elliot? Like, isn't it, Elliot? Like, we we start. When did we start this podcast? Do you remember? I'd say a year ago. Maybe a year About ago. A year. Yeah, and it's it's we don't you you kind of just end up forgetting that there's other people listening. Well, mm-hmm. what for three or four other people listening? <laughs> and you kind of just just talking. It's just talking with your mates, talking with like people, meeting new people grip like making like yeah. of like we've been able to talk to uh like uh so one of the allianz women's players so yeah getting, I, had like, a, I listened to that one that was good yeah uh just getting like their side obviously having to break down the boundaries like we can just turn up and play with their constantly trying to break down the boundaries of women in sport and i think mm-hmm. with the aim of this podcast is to, to talk to i won't say them like just normal people so like people who play amateur yeah. just people who aren't like massive influencers or athletes and leave like the good the bad the rugby and like the like yeah and just leave those types of podcasts just to talk about talk to the professionals um <laughs> but shall we dig into the lions south africa game the... yeah so where do we start second test <laughs> ended with a south african win uh 24-9 uh everyone's opinions well, I just want to start off and say, controversially, I am actually sporting the box during this tour. I know it's quite an unusual thing for an Englishman to be sporting the team that beat us in the final. But to my bias, it has been towards the box in maybe some of the decisions, etc. Um, but it was a bit of a crazy match, wasn't it? Like yeah. that first half over, what was it 64 minutes? <laughs> Stupid, like, yeah ridiculous so many so many talking points yeah. i honestly don't know what to start with 
Oops, Sinclair's been cited for fighting. I didn't even surprising. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the video of that one, but the ones they oh. haven't cited, like Hogs. Hogs, I don't know. It's obviously it's hard. It's, it's hard. It doesn't look good though. But it in, doesn't like, look good. People have been given like 18, 20 month bans for biting before, which is right. Yeah. It's a horrible thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but on your point of, I was saying this to you, Elliot, the last few weeks. I'm always a club over country man. Mm-hmm. So, like, because there's two Tigers players playing for South Africa, I was saying this to Elliot. I was leaning towards South Africa yeah. just because of that reason. And I was saying, ideally, what I'd want is like a visa to score, yeah. a hat trick, but lines to win, and like just mm-hmm. like and the start and just have a good game and stuff. But um, yeah, it's it's pretty much the last the big test is now, and I don't have a clue uh, where it's going to go. What changes would you make? Do you reckon to the like for the Lions team? What what change would you make for next week's game? Um, there's honestly a case to change that whole back three to be honest I don't think he will but there's a a good case because of the, like what I was thinking when you named the squad you thought they were I know it's easier said than done they were going to play not like Jouet expansive rugby but there was a sort of thought that it was going to be some good attacking rugby and obviously there was a there was bits in the first test but like there's just no space like yesterday was purely a kicking battle and Hogg and Van der Merve are not the players for that role. Like they're good players, no doubt. But so I, I think I would. I think Watson probably just edges to stay in. Although I don't think he had the best of games, but he just needs a little bit of space, like Colby, and he's gone. So I'd probably bring in Williams and probably Adams mm, for yeah. Hogg and Van der Merve. But he, he could go all three. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard because I was watching it and I thought South Africa were class, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, much better than the team that we saw in the first test. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it does come from a lot more go forward. I think obviously being biased having Visa instead of Craig and Smith at eight, yeah. I think helped them. Um, but there's a there's a lot of just, like you see, it's weird because you've seen comments saying that Visa had a poor game because he's a penalty machine and stuff. But I think that's... Yeah. That's the kind of risk you have of having him in your team. He will give penalties away, but the amount of just meters and just like disrupted, like, yeah. causes so much disruption. That's something um, like he's, if you, I think his stats, oh, I can't remember. I think it was something like 14 meters, something like that. So on paper, doesn't look like a lot, but I'm sure if you go back and watch every one of his carries, he's probably got about two or three players at least which you on which him. You have. So like, and I think he is improving his all-round game. Like I think we saw with Tigers, he does have a few weaknesses mm. and he does make the odd mistakes. But I think like a game like yesterday, he was kept quiet with the ball, but you still saw him. Like Some of the shots he was making on Lions yeah. players were hard shots. So I think he's definitely improving as a... I don't think he's quite probably a starting eight in international level, but he's definitely getting there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And... It's a hard position to fill in. Obviously, you've got Vermeulen, who's probably one of the best base, best eights mm-hmm. in the world. Then they got is it Curtsy? Quick, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. He's in, and then obviously they try and play Craig Smith there, but he just doesn't work there, in my opinion. No, uh, he's a great player, but Craig is just not in this sort of match. He's not. He's not an eight. But to be honest, he he, he played. I thought he played quite well. At, obviously, he came on for Detroit, which I thought that was going to be honest. When I thought Detroit was injured, I thought. There's no chance the box can win now. 
because he's yeah. such an important player in that squad. Think but I thought what, Quagga played quite well, to be honest. Yeah. Well, what I like about rugby is, uh, you said this to me, I, I messaged you bits and bits, like some days, and um, I came to you and I thought, oh, I think Quagga Smith had a good game today. And you messaged yeah. this yeah. weeks ago. I said, oh, I thought you had a poor game. And it's yeah, I think that was against Georgia. Yeah, and I, it, yeah, it was. And it was just like how we can watch the same game and have different opinions. And obviously, yeah. I think with rugby, it's one of the only places... Unless you're on the Leicester Tigers fan group, um, which probably, <laughs> where you can't have an opinion without getting shouted at. Oh, uh, God. That place is an interesting place. I don't want to get too much hate from them. But um, <laughs> I think you can have an opinion on rugby and you can disagree with that. And there's it's no, you don't really get any hate. You can kind of get on with it and you go, I, mm-hmm. I agree, basically agree to disagree, but I can see where your points are coming from. Where with a lot yeah. of other sports, if you have an opinion what's different, you get, yeah. especially on Twitter, you'll see football oh. Twitter. What a toxic community. <laughs> and, oh, uh, to be honest, I think at the moment, the, the Lions Twitter is a very toxic community. But I had a quick look after the match. It's just, it's because you get the, the people that just view these matches and they think they know everything about rugby. And it's yeah. just a not fun place. I think that's the problem. I don't, I'm not a fan of internet. Like, I'm saying club games over like tests. I, I'm not a massive fan of tests. International will be like, I, I watch it, but I'm club all day. Um, yeah. Well, I, I know people think, what, why do I support the box? I just, one of the main reasons I find quite hard is as a Leicester fan, you end up not, I'm not saying hating, but you begin to dislike certain players, like just by norm. Like, as the same with England, like, well, you like one day you'll play Farrell and, you'll end up not liking him because, well, he's a good player, but he's playing against you. And then to go to watch them international be like, okay, I have to support them now. I'm sure sure I'm one of the only, well, there must be some other people like this, but I just find that quite hard. And with the Lions, you then get having to support the Welsh, no offence, which Mm. they're great players, but I just find that quite hard. Whereas, Mm. obviously, there's some of the box play in the Premiership, but there's less, so I can weirdly support them all I know it's a weird way of thinking it's one of them when I watch Fafta Kirk Fafta Kirk play I'm like I hate this man but I'd love yeah. to have him on my team mm-hmm. and if he's for sale them. I cannot stand him but, but as soon as them... he's in a yeah a Springbok shirt he's the amazing but it looks yeah, like he's missing yeah. next weekend apparently yeah so which will be a huge up? loss yeah yeah, but Her- Herschel Yan- Yankees, he's a decent giraffe. Um, he's not he fast, is, but he's, but he's not. Yeah, he's he's, he's, it's like the difference between, I don't know, I was trying to think of a premiership comparison, but it's basically like, say you're like, like someone like Ben Youngs who's controlling, then having someone that runs around the park and can do miracle things, but he just doesn't have it, that control. It was Ben Youngs and Danny Kerr. Like Danny Kerr and Danny yeah. didn't have that control that Ben Youngs had. Yeah, um, and that's why when we talk about Tigers, I think last year, I think when we struggled was when we had Ben Young starting and Wigglesworth on the bench because we needed like Van Portfleet on the bench to bring that energy because mm. you've just got two similar players changing yeah. there. And that's um, obviously we'll get we'll get into the Tigers because you're quite invested in like the, the young players and how they grow and stuff. Mm. Um, I think it. Personally, I think the Colby incident, I don't understand how that's not red card, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it's not cited. But apart from that, I think he just about got it all right. 
on the well, basis. Like, obviously, obviously, you made mistakes, but... Fast tackle on... Was it, it Henshaw? It looks bad, but you can't tell from that angle. Like, I'm not no. sure what's going on with the coverage, but it's nowhere near the level of premiership. It's South Africa coverage, so they get to decide yeah. what's on the screen. So, But I thought the referee had a decent game. Like Elliot said, I think he was almost afraid to give some bits yeah. because of what Razzie said in the week. But my hope is just that Gatlin doesn't drop to like Razzie's level this week. Mm. Um, just other things. Khaleesi came out and said some stuff. And I was thinking if Farrell had came out and said that, he would have been slaughtered in the media. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much Lions talk done with. Um, yeah, the big game next week. Winner, winner takes all. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. It's be a good one. Go on then, um, Elliot, prediction. What's the score going to be next week? I think it's going to be much tighter this, especially. I think Gats is definitely going to make changes, which is, you know, no doubt at all. But I think it's going to be much closer. So I'm probably going to go for like a. We'll go. 15, 20. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a hard one. Who two? Who two? I'm going to say Lions because I want Lions to win. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Go on, Ethan. Um, I'm going to say 10, 10 points to the good to the Springboks. I think Dwayne Vermeulen is going to be back. I think he's going to make a massive yeah. difference. I know Yasmin is a great player, but and I think I think just the, the momentum's just fully with them now. Like, their set piece was the thing that let them down in the first test was back to where it was was meant to be, well, from the World Cup and their bomb squad works as it should. I just can't see anything but a Springboks win, to be honest. I'm going to go for 23-20 to South Africa. I think it'll be, I think it'll be close. I don't think there'll be many points in it. I think it'll be a late kick from Pollard as well to win it. I think there's going to be some drama. There's going to be a red card. I surely will. There's got to be a red card. Yeah, if be. there isn't a red card during the series, it's yeah. ridiculous. Money on, probably, Etzebeth. He's quite a likely candidate. Uh, and I think yeah. it's going to be for I think it's going to be for a high tackle. And uh, it's, going to, it's going to be controversial in the last game, but I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Should um, be good. But that's uh, Lions talk done. So we're going to move on to the, the whole of the Premiership this year because we're going to focus on that more. Like, what do you think is going to Positioning people, so like looking at your top four, think about where Tigers are going to finish, and then looking at the bottom, say bottom clubs. Who, who what? Give us your top four. Uh, I'd like to see. I think Tigers will be top four. I think we showed enough last year, and with the signings we've got, that we've got to be pushing. Like uh, maybe we just miss out because we probably don't have the best t- starting team, or yeah, the I can't see us winning basically. But I can see us getting fourth or maybe third at a push. Um, in terms of the other top four, I think you can't look past Exeter. Like, unfortunately, they are probably the best overall team in the Premiership and have been for the last how many ever years, apart from Saracens. Obviously, we know what happened with them. Yeah. Um, I think the other two is very interesting because... Although obviously Harlequins won and they're a great team, it was it was a shock. Like, and I don't know if they could do it again. 
no. I feel like that was their season. Everything worked. Marcus Smith was on a, another planet. He was that good. And uh, you've got to say, he, he'll be in. He should be with England. So they'll miss him. I know they signed that top, was it Alan, the Italian, but I think they'll miss out. Weird signing that. I didn't get yeah. one signed it because Smith's going to be away with England, but so's Tommaso Allen. Yeah, unless they somehow know that he's not going to get picked, Allen, but I don't know. If yeah. he is picked, then it's a very weird signing. Um, um, I think Sale will be up there, although I think, I'm not 100% on this, so don't quote me, but I think you, they'll be away with their South Africans until around Christmas time because of the championship and seeing mm-hmm. as basically half their starting team is in South African internationals. But I still think they'll make top four. Um, Is that the same as us then? Will we lose our South Africans? I believe so. Obviously, as long as they get called up, which I presume they will be. I can't see why they wouldn't, Jasper and Marco. Um, And then probably Bristol again. I know they kind of fluffed it up in the end with the semi-final, but some of their rugby playing was ridiculous. No one could stop them, so... So yeah, I think that would be it. I think probably if in an order, I'd probably go Exeter, Sale, Bristol, us, hopefully. Yeah, I'm. I was nudging the same way. I think personally, think Harlequins could just because the culture that I think they've got everything right. Like the coaching staff is mm. what Nick Evans, Adam Jones, oh, who's the other guy? The Irish guy. Um, Flan Flannery is that it? Yeah, is that yeah he's a yeah yeah. yeah. And then I can't remember who they've brought in for their director of rugby, but he was, yeah. was he a Kiwi? Yeah, and I think they've got everything right. They've got, but if they can build around Don Brandt and Smith, uh, they've got talent like Will Evans, would have easily been an England contender if he hadn't suffered that injury. But then they've replaced it with Jack Kenningham, who's class, like yeah. theory. Um, they've just got everything right. Um, I think they just need a bit more start. Like, it's where they like 12, they play like. Esther Puiz or whatever his name is, he's a monster. Mm. Like we know he's gonna carry off the scrum five meters out, but you're yeah. not stopping it. Not at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think and they're they huge huge owns as well, aren't they? So they're not exactly short of yeah. <laughs> backs options. Well we look at it and, and you look at the top four teams you've just named that have just got the best culture, and that's as simple as it is. From the outside, they look like they're actually having fun. Um whether you like extra or you don't, I think they're a good team. Um yeah. Bristol I like the rugby, but obviously by having a Tigers last year, kind of maybe. <laughs> so I, I, yeah. I really liked Pat Lamb as well. And he might yeah, not have done anything. I, I really did. But it kind of just made me lose a bit of respect for him. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously he's still a quality coach. And I think him or Rob Baxter could be the future England coaches. One of them. Uh, whether yeah. we want to go for a Baxter or we want to go like full away with Pat Lambert. And then I'm now looking towards the bottom of the table. I'm seriously putting Gloucester and Bath right down there the interesting thing because there's no relegation is there so it's no. kind of some teams might use this as a building block like Worcester did last year although I'm not really sure it's paying off because basically the whole team's changed so it didn't really do anything so it depends say if a few, I don't know for example Gloucester get to halfway through the season on little amount of points they could yeah. just basically think, okay, I'm gonna, we're going to blood the youngsters. I know mm-hmm. it's not nice to think like that, but so I think it's really interesting what's going to happen with the bottom without the relegation. I... On paper, well, going off last year, you'd think Worcester, but you don't know with their team. They've made some good signings, but 
whether they'll gel in time is a, another question. For, for me, Gloucester have only really brought in Hastings yeah. as a marquee player. And I think they've lost quite a few d- decent options. And I, I, I just don't hold much hope. I don't think they've got the best coaching setup. No. Um, same with Bath. They've obviously lost Mercer, who was massive for them. Um, and for me, I was trying to I don't think Underhill ever plays that well for Bath as he does for England. Like he's a quality player, but he just doesn't have that same effect at Bath. And obviously, Big Joe's finding his form again, which I think he lost for a bit. And I like yeah, players. Like, I think I think Will Muir, Will Muir is class coming yeah. from seven. But, but, what... On on paper, they have a, a great team, Bath, and then mm. they have like one game where they play like they should be top four, and then the next they're like bottom four. So Bath can be wherever. But yeah, yeah. They, they could be down there if they get on a bad run. Uh, Worcester, even though they've signed uh, Van der Merwe, Roy Sutherland, Willie Hines, Will Chudley, uh, I don't know how much it's going to do with the coach they've got there. Unless there's talks about Cockrell at Worcester, there's talks about Cockrell at England, wherever he ends up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, back from the little break, I'm assuming Elliot put something nice in there, didn't you? Yeah, we'll insert some light. Advert in there or something, you know, from our many, many sponsors. <laughs> so I think Elliot now we're going to talk, get it, get really nauseous. Tigers, and I will literally, I reckon we can rattle off what I what we think our strongest start fifteen is for the new season. Um, obviously, start on the front row it kind of picks itself. Well, it doesn't pick itself, but you look at Genge, Montoya, and. <laughs> Hayes, is this Hayes' starting year? And Cole kind of takes that the mentor role. Uh, so, yeah. Thoughts on that? Your thoughts on that front row? Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Second row. I think this is Hayes' year. Second second row. Wells guaranteed could be looking at potential captain. I'm just losing instead of it easy, so he might not be captain. And then the other one. Do we go Green? Do we go Snyman? Do we go? Henderson. Henderson's been good. I yeah. I think we're a bit light in that position. I think if we had another world class second rower. But I do like yeah. Green. I think a lot of the he does a lot of the dirty work. If inter- I think it'll be interesting to see how Snyman gets on. I can't say I've watched loads of him, so I can't judge if he's going to be a starter, someone who comes in like rotates a bit. But yeah, Wells definitely. I think that other position is up for grabs. It could be any of Green, Henderson, maybe Martin if they push him forward, Snyman. Chesson. Chesson. It's definitely a position that I think is up for grabs. Uh, from what... Yeah. I think you, I'd go Green just from what we've seen last season for now. Yeah. yeah. But that could change. And the exciting one, the back row where we could have about 10 million combinations. <laughs> we go... Obviously, Liebenberg, which for me, he's my captain for this season. I think he showed mm-hmm. that he, look, the, the passion for the badge. I think he'd be the perfect captain for us. Him or Genge, I think, are the likely captains yeah. if Young doesn't start. Um, but we're looking at Liebenberg, Van Staden and Visa if we're going to bulk. And I think that yeah. seven shirt just kind of interchanges, if we, depending on who we're playing. So I think we either go Liebenberg. Liebenberg and Visa are guaranteed six and eight, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think Re- Raphael, if we're playing a team that we need someone to attack the breakdown. Um, other than that, Martin, I think, gets pushed to second row this season, where he 
literally played all his England campaign and Sinley's moved yeah. to six. Um, but I don't know what, what the combos have we got. Obviously, we've got some youngsters. Amika, yeah. I think he's got another year maybe on loan at Championship and then the obviously yeah, I, think, I think he's out for a few few months apparently as well. So that's he's a, in training, a isn't he? Yeah, apparently I'm. I'm. I've, I haven't heard it from him, but apparently it's a few more months. So I don't think he's doing any contact or anything else. So it'd be a shame because I think he he would be good to get a few few games in the first team. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens with Tom Smith because we literally not heard anything. What happened him. to him? Yeah, <laughs> he was captain he... in after the lockdown, and then suddenly we haven't seen him for a season. Like he just didn't really, yeah, didn't really seem to do much at all. No, because obviously when Visa's away, the obviously Liebenberg might go to eight, but I think there is Brink could go to eight. Chesham's off oh, paid eight. It's not really an eight. But... Brink really yeah. impressed. Like he came in, and I was thinking, oh, he's just another one of these players. And towards the end of last season, he was a monster. Like he was pushing yeah. serious for like that starts. And I was thinking, we're going to have to go to like a seven-one split in a minute on the bench, maybe like yeah. a six-two split. It's um, ridiculous. Yeah. That I don't know what other combos we'll talk about the youngsters and we can talk about them in a bit after we show the squad. Mm. Um, the halfbacks, Youngs and Ford, obviously. Yeah. With we'll talk about the bench in a minute, but obviously, you've got who else? You've got Van Portfleet, Sam Edwards, he was a, yeah. really good in the 18s, Johnny Law, who's obviously been at Loughborough studying and playing. I'm really intrigued to see who gets the f- I know they won't call it the fourth choice, but. Out of those two, Laura and Edwards, it'd be interesting to see who does get the more game time. Mm. You could see one of them going on loan, although you'd have thought they'd announced it by now, but it'd be interesting well, to see. Johnny Law was at Amptill, is that correct? Yeah. But obviously he was yeah. at the same, I think it was at the same club as Callum Watson. So they kind uh, of... Completed. I know he did get limited game time. He got a few starts, but he definitely didn't play as much as I presume they hoped. I think um, Richmond. Oh yeah, Richmond, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, 10, we brought in Burns, which I'm excited to see more for mm-hmm. off-field content. <laughs> um, he's, just, just, he's great, isn't he? It must be so good to be around the change room. Oh, big time. And then Hegarty, but I don't think Hegarty's going to play 10 for us. No, I, I can't see it. It's, you would presume Lancaster will, but from what I've seen, he's more of a 12. So. Yeah, better. Yeah. Um, and then... Wing, like we'll go centres now. The centres is a hard one for me because I th- really is. Emmy is one of the biggest, like biggest talents I think in the country at the minute. Yeah. Um, but you go Scott. I like the combo of Kelly and Maroney. So I don't think Maroney worked on the wing, but he did for Argentina a bit. But when yeah, he played, it was time- weird. That one yeah. game was it? I think it was against Quinns, wasn't it? It just didn't. It didn't look like he's played there before. But then obviously played again. Uh, against Wales for Argentina on the wing, he looked fine. But yeah. I do think he's a 13. Mm, big time. But it's all about that 12 we go. Scott, oh, I don't know who edges it. It's, they offer so much different like different things. Yeah. But I but think we, that's we, a good thing. Like you could All three of them could just interchange. Obviously, Kelly doesn't really play 13. And there's no real drop in class, really. Then, obviously, Lancaster will probably be pushing... But potentially we could yeah. be seeing Lancaster and Kelly even in the centres for a few games, this yeah. season, which is exciting. Yeah, um, it is. Back three, Stewart guaranteed 15. 
Like yeah. honestly, that's that's his England shirt now, for, in my opinion, for the next his whole career, unless he does something yeah. really bad. Um, wing, wingers, it's a hard one. I really like Momo Ivalu. I think he offers a lot around. He turns over a lot, gets a lot of wins at the breakdown. I think yeah. Nadolo, you just have to. For, for me, Nadolo's a hard one. Do you start Nadolo or do you bring him on 60th minute and let him just run right for the last 20 minutes against a tired defence? Yeah. And do you start Potter? Porter's been good. Uh, Van, I really hope Van Vick has a better. I hope he just oh, didn't. I, do. well. I really hope he has. Because from things I've seen, I can't say I ever watched the match when he played for was it Highlanders Hur- before. But Hurricanes, Hurricanes, yeah. Hurricanes, that was it. But he, he looked he looked like a great winger, like the perfect winger. Physical, yeah. good under high ball, decent pace. But just so, something wasn't clicking. And he's, he's came to Tigers and he made some things like he'd never played rugby before in his life. Yeah. And that's a shame. I really hope it was just one of those where he hasn't settled in it, settled in right. And yeah. this season you know, with a bang. Obviously, have we still got Williams, or did he get? Is he back at not? Uh, I think or? I think he's back. Obviously, we can get him if not. Obviously, we've just announced that that new Tongan winger, which I think is quite a surprise because that's three you call so called big ball carrying wingers with Murray and Nandola and him. Yeah. Uh, Samu. So I think Sam. Sam uh, I Nemzi put it on. I think Sal Samuki. Sal Samaki. But I saw a comparison of like Nadolo's carrier mixed with Vianu's footwork. And yeah. obviously, it's really hard to tell from the highlights because the defense is really poor in it. Yeah, so I, um, I've got to say I'm, I'm a bit of a nore. So I had to watch basically his three matches against New Zealand uh, and the two against Samoa, and he didn't get much ball, but he did. He did look like a good threat. So I think he's a, a good sign-in. But I don't know if you'd play him and Murray, for example. It feels like no. they're all three of them are wingers that you would only play with someone else. I think. Porter deserves it. Yeah. I'm I, I'm trying to think, because you always talk about this, and then you'll be realised, I've just missed some massive players. <laughs> um, obviously, you've got... Obviously, it might, it, it might be... Yeah. Yeah. He, I, I, I'm really I, confused about him, because we have... I know you can't look in too much to the media mm-hmm. side, but I think yeah. we've only seen him once in any of the pre-season videos or pictures. I can't which is just a bit strange. Um, it's the same as like George Worth. Like he will be our yeah. in backup because we've got Hegarty, Murray Movali can play fifteen. Like I hope, I hope Browning yeah. gets a good show as well. He might go on loan, but I would like to see Joe Browning get a, a few run of games. I'd agree with that. Um, and then bench, I think we're looking at Charlie Clare. I really like him at sixteen. Tom Youngs is will probably play a bit, but I think he needs to. Yeah. I, I like him. I think he's good, but I, I think Charlie Clare is very, very underrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I don't, is he even English? Because I thought he was in yeah. like an England call up. Like, it's silly as it, silly as it sounds. But I, I think he, he sh- this probably age was a little bit yeah. not on his side, even though he's not that old. I don't know, about 27, 28. Because yeah. obviously, was that Blamar who got the yeah. call yeah. up? And he was only second choice. So they obviously just went for. At Newcastle, so it's just age, but yeah, I think he was definitely pushing for. And then the first start. We've 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 got uh, Nick Dolly, who we get, we only saw briefly last season, but mm-hmm. our followers. He's like, a good. He's like, a great player. Yeah. From what I saw, um, I'm kind of a half Coventry supporter, so I watch quite a few of his games. He does look a good player. He'll take. I think he'll take a few years for him to get Prem standard. 
but yeah. he's definitely a good a good player in the making. And then we've got like Veins, who he's he's been it we've been with England all through the camps he started, but then obviously it was pretty hard not to start when like it was pretty hard to start when you've got like Sam Riley in his form in the under twenty. Um, he, yeah. he's going to be an insane player. Yeah, I think Veins. He's got probably like he needs to go on loan. So I don't think he went out on loan last season, so he hasn't played rugby in a while except for England. I think he'll go out on loan. Then we've got like Whitcomb, seventeen. Got like Neffy. Like, yeah. Well, obviously, he? he got his injury, but I'm not. I'm. Not, I don't know what side he's going to play. Like, he, I'm mm. not sure which way they're going to go. They can because I think when he was fit. Was he playing tight head or loose head? I can't remember. But he kind of like switched. Like one season he was playing loose head, the next he was playing tight head. I know it's good to have versatility, but I think you need to stick to one. I, I like the, I liked De Bruyne. I thought De Bruyne. Yeah, it was, um, and it's our, our loss really. But um, mm-hmm. like Whitcomb, I can see getting a bit more minutes because when we were playing like yeah. a front row, like Whitcomb and Hayes, and they were still destroying scrums. You're like, yeah. what is going on here? Um, yeah, youngster-wise, we've got like, like Henderson. He looked really good every time he played. Mm-hmm. Chessum, we've got both the Chessums. Yeah. Um, yeah, a few. And I think obviously our youngsters just need to get as many minutes as they can under the belt, get off the championship mm-hmm. clubs, get some rugby there. Um, apparently the, the, the Prem Cup is going ahead, although it's not been fixtured. But apparently, I think it was on one of the posts on season ticket thing, it said Prem Cup included, which will be good for some of the youngsters to get some minutes. Whenever yeah. that is, um, but other than that, I think I'm edging for us to finish. I'm disappointed if we're anywhere below fifth, mm-hmm. um, but I think we've got the chance. I think Borthwick is doing a class job. Um, all the coasts are like to be fair, like we were talking about Tom before, like Tom Harris before yeah. this interview. To say he had to step up when Boris left and the, the scrum has kind of progressed Improved. still. <laughs> Thinking like, like how, yeah. I think some fans thought it was the end of the world when Boris left. I understand he's a quality guy by all accounts, but what Harrison has done is can't go unnoticed. He's produced our scrum into a like one of the best in the league. To I would say. It's like back to when I used to go when I was a kid, and I used to go Welford Road, and you'd never see Tigers lose, and you're like, this is class. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we kind of fell on this down thing, and I remember a, a very very well that like, game when we played Glasgow at home and it was like 41 nil to Glasgow and I'm sat here like this is like the bad days of Tigers have really hit yeah. and but you just got to stick with it every club goes through that phase and I think we've mm-hmm. kind of came out better and I'm really excited for what this season holds um, and it, yeah I'm, I'm excited um Obviously, we're going to try and get to some games when I'm not playing Nelly, it's not Refn, because he's going to get back into Refn, aren't you, Elliot? Yeah, when I've lost a bit of timber. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're going to look at trying to do some stuff on our page over there. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming we're going to see a load of content from you, and you're going to start flying. You're going to overtake the Leicester Tigers media <laughs> with, 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 with numbers. You'll be flying. Yeah. Um, well, this trajectory, give it a few months. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you going to any of the pre-season games? Yeah, I should be going to Scar- it's Scarlet's, isn't it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Scarlet's, yeah. So hopefully go to that one. I think it's Thursday night, isn't it? It'll be a weird night yeah. for a Welford Road trip. But yeah, hopefully get down to that. And then I'm definitely going to the first couple of matches so I was able to put those off. So 
yeah, looking forward to it for hopefully a near full house. Yeah, and I think that pretty much people can start waking up again from our talk from that. <laughs> that we've pretty much covered everything from Premiership to Lions to Tigers, really. Um, obviously, thanks for coming on. Really enjoyed having oh, thank you, you on. Thank you for inviting me. It's been good well, fun. I'm sure we'll be able to get you on soon. Maybe if we have another guest on or we just want to cover some more stuff about rugby, maybe even a mid-season um, review, preview and stuff. But other than that, Elliot, do you want to close us out? Thanks for watching. See you next week for the next Rook. Yeah. <laughs>